created for the MAPE community by the MAPE community. Left Unsaid is a podcast where we speak our truth, celebrate our talents, tell our stories, and explore what matters most to us. It's time to leave everything on the table and make sure nothing is left unsaid. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Left Unsaid. I'm your host, Carl Desir. In today's episode, we are going back in time to the MAPE Summit. And if you don't know what the MAPE Summit is, check out the website. It's for alumni. It's great for connecting, for being inspired, to learning, to growing, to developing. Um, You got to go. You got to go. And to give you a little taste, if you missed this year, we are rebroadcasting a session with Shannon and Kenya, two MAPE alum who are doing big things over at Spotify. Uh, They will share their story, the power of MAPE, um, give advice to the younger selves that you all can take advantage of. So please take a listen, and I know you're going to love it, and I can't wait to see you all at MAPE Summit in 2023. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, um, as Kennedy mentioned, my name is Geraldine Impetti. I'm the program manager of the Spotify Pulse Fellowship Program um, on the Fort It's Foundation <laughs> team. Thank you, Shannon. Um, and the biggest thing, I'm just so excited to be able to share about this dynamic duo that we have here today. Um, and I'm not a part of this dynamic duo. I have my phone with me because I'm not Oprah, so I'm still in training um, at this point in time. So I'm really excited to bring forward to you Shaking the Industry, um, a decade post-MAPE. And what we have before us, we have creative directors, culture curators. Um, This dynamic duo was also named Top 100 Creatives by Adweek in 2018. Um, and they've been making it happen since 2012, right? So we are giving it up today for Shannon Ross Williams and joining us virtually is Kenya Perez. Okay, Kenya, you look good. Right, look at that red lipstick. (laughs) Okay, Um, so the beauty of being able to do this in a hybrid um, environment also allows us to have Kenya join us as well virtually. So we're so happy to have you, Kenya. Um, The biggest thing that I want to start this conversation off with, Shannon and Kenya, is how did y'all first meet? First of all, I don't know if this thing is on for the presentation, but we randomly got placed together um, through MAPE at McGarry Bowen in 2012. And I hate to say that year because that was 10 years ago. And that was a decade and that was us oh my gosh but it was such a journey because we we just arrived on the scene at mcgarry bowen and they were like this is your partner and kenya is the writer and i was the art director portion of it and from there like we were just we just clicked like we worked our asses off at mcgarry bowen like we spent so much time just doing the damn thing And like, we really didn't get to experience MAPE as much as possible, like doing all the breakout sessions because we were working so hard trying to land a job. (laughs) So I recommend starting Go ahead, Kenya. I was just saying, I don't recommend doing what we did, which was (laughs) giving 1000% 
to our agency placement and not necessarily participating as much in everything they have to offer. But, you know, lesson learned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. So I know you walked us through like how it started with you meeting each other through the MAPE Fellowship. Um, but first, I would just love to know, like, why did y'all apply for the MAPE Fellowship program? Well, I feel like, you know, I, at, at the time I went to SCAD and I was in Savannah, Georgia. And so I knew that the opportunities, it was going to be harder for me to find a, an internship, to find something for me to catapult my career. So when I randomly saw this mate poster on the outside of like the advertising club's window, I was like, I have to apply to this. And I did. And I'm so thankful that that I did, but if it wasn't for like that one poster, eight by 11, so small <laughs> on the window, I don't even know where I would be to TBH. Like this place has like catapulted us in a way that I, you know, I'm just incredibly thankful for the time that I, that I spent here and that I, that I had. And Kenya, Kenya went to Syracuse as well. Yeah, so I was at Syracuse and I, found out about MAPE and I, oh my gosh, I worked so hard on my application. I'm sure the application looks very different today. It's probably even more difficult, but uh, I just knew that I, I wanted to do it. I knew it would be the perfect opportunity to get into the ad industry, um, put into practice the things that I was learning in school in actual in, an, in a real life situation. Um, and yeah, like Shannon said, like the rest is history. I've gotten to know so many cool people, creatives, so many different connections through MAPE. Met you this year, Geraldine, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but yeah, that's how we got to where we are. Thank you. So we are going through this journey of like how it all started, but this conversation mm -hmm. is now going into how it's going. So. Um, the biggest thing that I love hearing is just like your exposure to the MAPE, MAPE community. And also, it started with a poster, y'all. So that's why it's so important to reshare and elevate this ability to this program because beautiful relationships and partnerships through both personally and professionally can come out of these opportunities. So I would love to know more about like y'all's journey through like, this is how it's going now. So what was your journey going to Spotify now that you're there? Yeah, we had a long journey. So after our internship at um, McGarry Bowen, even though we worked our asses off, we did not get the job, which is okay. Um, I ended up going to South Carolina and I started working as a graphic designer at Irwin Penland. And Kenya went back to school to finish up because Kenya was a year behind, uh, behind me. So that was a sad, a sad year. But after I left Irwin Penland, I, I went to RGA. And then I, through that time, like I kept trying to get Kenya, Kenya, come on, let's go. What are you doing? Let's go. <laughs> we finally yes. met back up at RGA. Um, go ahead, Kenya. I feel like you have this story down packed. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, after I graduated, I kind of just went straight into the ad world and started working. But once Shannon was in New York, she would always try to come get me to be her partner again. So she's like, I'm at EP in New York now. Can you come? And I'm like, I just started this job at VaynerMedia. And then she's like, I'm at RGA. And I'm like, no, I just started this other job. I can't leave yet. Um, so that was like a couple of years of that work. And 
then finally the universe aligned and there was an opening at RGA. So Shannon was like, you should apply. It's not to be my partner, but just get it, you get your foot in the door and then we'll figure it out. So I interviewed and I joined the team at RGA and I want to say within a week, maybe two max, we conspired to be partners. Even though I was hired to be someone else's partner and Shannon already had Flat a partner. Scheming. Just, yes. We just knew we had to be together again. What was the point? We were in the same building. Um, and since then, we've been working together. We went from there to Spotify, where we interviewed together and got hired together. The journey to Spotify, like we lived many lives at RGA, which is why we were able to adopt so quickly to Spotify. Like RGA gave us, that was our last advertising gig. And so they really, like we lived so many lives there. Like we were ACDs there. We were um, working on so many different brands, like from Verizon and Samsung um, to Nike yes. to like new business stuff. And so we were like, we are tired. We have had it. We're going to go to client side. And so I know the decision from advertising to client side is always a hard decision because people are like, oh, if you go client side, you're not going to do amazing work. But like on the contrary, if you go client side, you're like taking out the middle man. Like Spotify is a really good place where they're doing creative stuff without the boundaries. And so we're like, if we're going to go client side, we're definitely going to go to Spotify because that's just the spot. We already had a friend that was working. It's always nice to have friends. Network and MAPE, it's important, it's good. <laughs> we had a friend that was already at Spotify and there's a, a couple of other MAPE alumni that were there as well. And so we got an interview through you know, that network and that's kind of how we landed, landed there. Now, how did y'all know that you wanted to work? Like, it, it, it sounds like Shannon, you were like, Kenya, come on through. But <laughs> how did, like, what did you know while working with each other during your MAPE fellowship and then transitioning yes. to the um, RGA? Like, how did y'all know that you wanted to be partners? Like, what did you yes. identify That's with each other? That's a question. I can take that. So, honestly, we... Not only were did we both have the same drive, like Shannon said, we were working our asses off while at McGarry Bowen, but we both had the same kind of intentions, right, in everything that we did. We always wanted to tell an authentic story. We always wanted the, the work to be genuine, to be good because we believed in it and we thought other people would believe in it and relate to it and not because it could get a headline or an award. So we were kind of always in the same headspace in that regard. We just clicked. And going back to all of the lives that we lived at RGA, uh, the last phase there, we were running the content studio downstairs and we got the opportunity to work on a lot, a lot of film narrative stuff. And we just both fell in love with the storytelling of, of it all, the, um, crafting the edit together, being on set together. And we were just like, we wanna be able to do more of this and less you know, empty, print ads or even empty commercials like we want to do we want to tell these stories and where can we do that and so that's how we made the move to music marketing at Spotify yeah and then also like being just so grateful to have one another because you could really be out in the wild wild west in a lot of these places and you could really feel like by yourself and alone and having Kenya there was like my personal safety net into feeling like, wow, I have somebody I can lean on because I personally never had a mentor in a type of way where I had like another person of color that was in the creative agency 
creative industry, especially a women, it was like so far few in between. Now it's definitely more, but we leaned on each other and we like spoke to each other. We were like passionate with each other and we could talk through ideas together in a way where no other partner could have done it. And, it, and, and it's all about what Kenya said, like that intention like, what is your intention coming into it? Because some people come into work and they're like, I want to win an award and I'm doing this for that award. But our intention was not to win awards. Our intention was to connect with our community. Our, t our intention was to make work that we want to share and we feel passionate about that we think looks cool and not like what, I'm, I'm hitting the mic over here. <laughs> I'm feeling the vibes, but. <laughs> always, um, always. That, like that, being on the same page is, so important and I and I really like like our connection through May was like the initiator like that one moment being in that internship we never worked at an advertising agency before and knowing what that felt like we had like that click in that beginning stage was it because ever, any other partner that I had I was just like I'm being abused like, <laughs> save me <laughs> No, that's so real because I think, I mean, the, the biggest thing about the Spotify Pulse program, I, the way I always describe it is like, when else do you have the opportunity as a black creative to enter the space together um, and together. Nav navigate the corporate environment? And I think just being able to understand building community as you're sometimes not, you don't even know who your future partner is inside it's the true. workplace. Um, but doing that intentionally um, is so important. That's what you're illustrating right now um, as you continue working together. But my next question is like, how do y'all maintain your authentic authenticity? Like the personal brand is, is real, it's relevant, we see it. How have y'all maintained that while navigating your work at Spotify? I feel like you have, like as, as far as like being your authentic self, yeah. So personally, I don't believe in putting up a facade or having like, I don't believe in that. Like, you're not hiring me to be like the same people that you see everywhere else. Like you're hiring me for me. And that's something that I've always carried even when I was first starting out. Like I was myself and as much as I tried to hide it, I could not. And so like accepting that, you know, this is what you get. Like I'm coming in an interview and I'm talking like this and I'm just trying to vibe, like that's literally how I feel the best creative work comes out of like your most authentic self. Um, and I preach this all the time and I'm just like, just don't, don't even like, if you wanna say something, just say it. Like the worst thing that's gonna happen is somebody's gonna be like, nah, that's not right. Or, you know, like always just put your yourself forward and then everyone else, like, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of you. And I think that's what keeps me feeling like I'm being my authentic self. Um, and this urge to say something. Like, I'm not gonna watch work come through and I'm seeing it and I'm just like, oh, that's good. I'm just gonna be like, that's a lie. You know, like, I don't think this is hitting. What if we did this? <laughs> you know? And then Kenya, I don't know if you wanna add anything to that. I think you said it all, and I think that's how the best work comes into fruition. Like when you you're yourself. You also started. Sorry, I interrupted you, Kenya. <laughs> I love a Zoom delay. <laughs> <laughs> the next question I was going to ask is that you two started Shaken Creative, 
and myself and the audience would love for you all to tell us more about what it is and what you all do. Yes. Yeah. You want to take it, Kenya? Yes. Sure. So Shake and Creative is us, our duo, and we are creative directors, but beyond that, we're culture curators, we're storytellers, and we believe in partnering with people of diverse backgrounds to bring these stories to life. So it's it's honestly, I started with it's us, but it's not just us. Like we believe in creative collaboration and bringing in diverse perspectives to create with purpose and to create incredible, whatever it is that we're creating and whether it's a story that we're building via an experiential event, whether it's a film. And so that's what, what Shaken Creative is. Um, and when it came time to, we've been calling ourselves Shaken for a while, but when it came time to put it on paper and we created an Instagram and we're building our website, it really just came because it's something that we've been, it's the ethos that we've been working by throughout our entire career. So it's just putting it on paper now and, you know, starting to take on work through that um, collaboration. And then like working working at Spotify and working in the music industry in general, like it kind of catapults you into like being like we're working on experiential stuff. We're working on interactive sites. We're working on all so many different things. We're realizing we don't need the we don't need the, you know, agency like we, we have so much experience just from doing the work that we were like, okay, we might not know how to balance checks or like do the financial part about it. So let me know if y'all do that. But creatively, we can carry a concept into production and have it finish and we can do that on our own. And so like Shaking Creative really manifests itself through like consultation, through actual ideation, through conceptual work, through production. Um, it runs the gamut and, and, and across so many different industries, like working on films, working in the entertainment industry, working on music, like branding. So it really manifests itself in so many different ways. And don't tell, you know, don't tell Spotify, you know. But, <laughs> um, but we're really trying to create that generational wealth for ourselves a lot of companies, and I think everyone should, right? You have this brain, you have these ideas, you know how to manifest them, or you're learning how to manifest them, and once you have that skill set, it's okay to do it for yourself. And what Amen. has been your proudest work? Like, what, are, what is something that you, each of you, are most proud of producing? Well, um, Kenya had mentioned this, but we like really love being able to tell these authentic stories. Um, we had this opportunity um, working on Frequency for Spotify, in which they're trying to, to talk to black audiences in, like, in a more authentic way, and it's an all-black team, um, which is really nice. Um, but we were able to foster a conversation for music artists from the DMV, so we had Pusha T and Ari Lennox, um, we had Rico Nasty and Big G, and we were just able to like have them all sit at a table, we called it Sunday dinner, and talk about their contributions and what they made to that particular hometown. And that, to me, like was revolutionary for the DMV. Like they'd never seen, it was, they saw themselves as separate, right? DC, Maryland, Virginia. Like those have three different separate types of music and to see them all come together in one table um, to have a conversation was kind of legendary. 
and it kicked off, you know, a second episode for us that we're working on now for the LA and the Bay. So that's the type of work where that type of work that takes on a smaller community like the DMV, using broad artists to, to really tell a story um, that everyone can relate to. A couple years ago, we worked on this Black History Is Now campaign, and that campaign took many forms. It took the form of a six-minute short film. It took the form of a merch collection. It took the form of an experiential exhibit in partnership with the African American Museum, the Smithsonian. So us being able to flex our brains and extend an idea that we came up with together in a room to, be, to manifest itself into so many different things and have people come in, experience it. This was pre-pandemic, where the, I still see people with the merch on to this day. Um, I think that it has been very special to see our work live on in that way and to see my partner flex her capabilities the way that she did to pull this off. And I feel like that project was pivotal in our careers and it has definitely changed the way that we work and the way that we produce and bring things to life. It's true, and I think one really good point is like, one thing we really stretch the importance of, like a lot of creative directors and creatives, they want to work with the leading person in an industry. And we're like, we want to work with that guy that did that really cool thing that one time. And I think it's really important that we uplift people who are doing those creative things that don't have that platform. Because there we were allowed to just like, we're allowed to employ so many up and coming emerging people through all of the projects that we do. Every single project that we work on, we're employing a, someone who has like one to 3,000 followers or three to 5,000 followers. It's never like anyone that's like 100K or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm speaking in Instagram, but like <laughs> it's important that these like, that we're uplifting and telling our story Rangers. with people who are in the community currently um, and that's what makes, I think, the work so worthwhile. There's a, there's a reoccurring theme with you two, and the, the reoccurring thing, theme is bringing others along on the journey. Like this ride that y'all got going, it's like you're adding people on the train as it's moving, um, and it, you're because building community intentionality in the process. And Kenya's got, yes. Kenya's in Mexico City right now. Yes. And that's a prime example because we did a Bad Bunny shoot and we filled that shoot with all up and coming like photographer, like nail tech artists Silent. and everyone like for Bad Bunny. And they're all popping right now. Every single one of them are like getting booked, especially the nail tech artists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the nail tech, the photographer, the stylist, like, and it's, Honestly, yes, Geraldine, you're right. It's definitely a, a theme in what we do, but it's not It's not because like, oh, we think that we should do this for gratification or anything. It's because that's how we make amazing work. And that's how we learn too. Like we're not set, like we're continuing to learn. We learn from these people. We're in these spaces and we're vibrating so high. Everyone's just, you know, like going off of each other and making the work even better. So it's like, why not? Why not make it fun? And why not make it amazing in this way? And exactly. something, something else that y'all shared earlier is like, Shannon, I think you mentioned this, the being able to speak up in meetings or speak up in spaces when you're brainstorming. Um, when you were earlier on in your career, how, 
how would you encourage someone that's earlier on in their career to do that? Like, how do you motivate or what did you do within yourself to take up space? Me, I, I feel like me being a little bit more extroverted, I was just like, I'm just gonna do it and then reap the consequences later, which I always <laughs> had. <laughs> no one ever said don't speak up, but people take so much, like people take this industry, advertising, whatever, like so seriously. And to me, it's just not, it doesn't have to be that serious. Um, it doesn't have to be that territorial. You don't have to have that power. Like it should be accessible for anybody from like a junior person to come into a room with like the head of a company and say, hey, I have an idea, you know, like it, you should just do it. And that's the one thing like I feel like I take with me forever. Like anytime where I felt like I was too scared to say something, I automatically have this feeling like, oh man, you should have said it, you should have said it. Yeah. And I never like, that's the yeah. biggest advice that I can give anybody is to just say it. It's not, no one's dying. We're not Honestly? doctors. Um, just a couple thousand dollars on the line <laughs> or a million, <laughs> but they got it. So it's good. <laughs> Honestly, I can attest to the fact that Shannon has never been shy, even when she was a little junior intern. Like she always said what was on her mind and to her point of like no one has ever said don't speak that's true but it's more in the way that they react right so I would jump off of what she said in that yes say what you mean but when you get that bad reaction or that negative reaction or that like maybe you should be quiet in whatever way that they say it don't listen to it keep going because I remember clearly in one of our agency jobs I will not name it one time we spoke our mind on set and we kind of said how we envisioned the thing going and at the end we kind of got a slap in the hand like oh i think i think the creative director said something like oh kenya is very unseasoned to be like having an opinion on this or some shit like that but guess what the next time we had an opportunity to say something again we said it again so it's about that it's about not letting them stop you from doing it over and over again because that's the way that you get your foot in the door that's the way that you can stay true to who you are and get your ideas out there and if not what's the point you know it's like shannon said you're gonna regret not saying what you want to say it's true the road the road was paid was not paved the road was rocky we had hills still having hills things that we're climbing which is why we're doing shaking creative but it's important to just like keep going and keep pushing because you know, like you're gonna find it, even from advertising the client side, you're gonna find all of those um, atrocities wherever you go, you're not gonna escape it. There's no exit sign. <laughs> so you just gotta keep on going. And taking up space, like I feel like sometimes it's always used in a negative context. And like here, we're seeing it being done in the positive aspect of things, of like making sure that your ideas and voices are heard because then what reflection or your part of your personal brand will you be able to reflect on in the work if you didn't say nothing about exactly. Shannon? So, and that, and that is just a reminder that we're hearing from Shannon and Kenya again And those today. same people, like 
the same people that you that they were saying, oh, taking up space, are those same people on TikTok with a lot of followers who are getting employed and getting brands and getting sponsored, like all of those people. So I feel like it's just a true testament to see like how the tables have been have turned um, from you know you people just being more accepting of those who are taking up space. They want you to take up space because there's yes. no air in the room anyway. So. <laughs> 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 yes. um, and the same people who are kind of telling well. us to... <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. We're kind of telling us to sit down and be quiet are the same people that are like in our inboxes now, like, wow, congratulations, look at how far you've come. Do you want to work here? It's because we we did it our way and we were able to like make what we wanted to make because we were speaking up when you were telling us to shut up. So look at that. <laughs> True. Yes. Um, when you're reflecting back on your 12 years of knowing each other and- 10. 10. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, 10. <laughs> I'm out here adding two more years, sorry. <laughs> math be mathing, but not right now. Um, when you're thinking back on 10 years. I'm still 25. So. <laughs> hey, we got to hold on to these numbers. Um, <laughs> what, is, what is something that you would tell your younger self? Like, what would you tell yourself? What advice would you give yourself 10 years ago? Mm, that's a good question. Your I younger think, self, I guess is the... My the younger self, I think I would... I think, I don't know. I can go I first. I want to tell myself, don't take it. Go ahead, Kenya, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> but there was a delay. I said that about 15 seconds ago, but. Um, I would say, uh, I would tell my younger self that, I mean, this is kind of a, an expected one, but I, I didn't realize it. The fact that I don't have to define myself right away, like I didn't have to define myself at 18 or 21 and like decide, hey, I'm a, I'm a writer, or I'm an art director. I can be multiple things at once, especially as a creative or as a non-creative, like I can be multi-hyphenate, I can be, have different disciplines and do different things. Like I don't have to follow these constructs that this industry or any other industry has built for me. And then also, I'm not, while I figure it out, which can take two years, five years, six years, I'm not going to let anyone else define me and what I do and who I am. So that's what I would tell my younger self. And honestly, fast forward to today, I'm still discovering different things that I like and still discovering myself as an artist and different things that I want to dip my toes into. So yeah, you don't have to be one thing is the conclusion of it. I agree. Multi-hyphenate. Multi-hyphenates. Um, yes. For me, like, I feel like I took my job so seriously. And I, like, when I, when I got made, I actually skipped out on my graduation to come to be a part because I wanted to be there day one. And then when, during the internship, we were, like, sleeping over. Like, we were going to H&M, buying clothes for the morning and going <laughs> back to work, like, because we were really working hard. And we, like, won our internship that year like at McGarry Bone, but I won't talk about that. 
But I took my job like so seriously. Um, and I feel like I didn't get a chance to like look back and appreciate the experience or the journey. Like I was just so determined the way that I was raised. My mom was just always like, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like she was a Leo, that Leo spirit, like <laughs> it catapults inside of me, like go, 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 go. So I feel like you have to just stop and like, recognize, okay, I'm learning, this is my journey, take a breath, because I, even to this day, like, I'm still, like, speeding, and then I got married and had a baby, and I don't even know when that happened, so <laughs> relax, you'll get there, the journey is the same if you're going slow or fast, <laughs> but yeah, that's our, that's my lesson. I didn't want to interrupt Kenya. Oh, Kenya, were you saying something? I was just pausing, just to make sure. We're just embracing the delays, y'all. So thank you for okay. bearing with us. The biggest thing is like just being able to understand that your personal brand is both evolving, but being playful with it. So Kenya, you were mentioning like not putting yourself in a box or defining yourself once and then that's it. It's understanding and embracing how that continues to change um, and, and being more playful about how you approach work. That is still hard for me to even swallow. Like, my mom has to remind me, she's like, Geraldine, you're not a brain surgeon for a reason. <laughs> like, no one ever dies in the work that you do, you know? <laughs> and I have to remind myself of that too. And like, so when I hear you both talk about how to be more playful about the work that we're doing, um, that can shift our mindset and how we continue to show up. Um, and as MAPERS, like this, like MAPE community continues to build and grow and we build both personally and also professionally, I would love to hear from each of you about what is one piece of advice that you would like to share with our MAPE community. Ooh, I feel like, you know, the playfulness is really a good point because like just my on my note about not taking it too serious, like being playful to me allows you to give yourself the grace to get over the humps of work. Like work can really bog you down, like being in this agency, working so hard, like hearing feedback, going through loops and loops of things can really just like bog you down and just finding time to continue to be playful, finding that time to continue to like push through and choose happiness because it is a choice is like really important for me like and how i get through some of the some of the those types of things and i think on top of that just like keep going like don't quit um and i know that sounds generic as fuck but sorry for cursing i don't know if there's a blocker but <laughs> like literally don't stop you cannot um yeah don't stop just keep going like if you have a a thought if you have a dream if you know where you want to go and you put that or write that down or put that on a piece of paper like just keep going like every year Kenya and I we write down exactly what we want to do that year how much we want to make um, and that's important to be specific like really channeling our spirituality like <laughs> we're manifesting our dreams but I think it's important to identify your goals early on so that you can work towards getting them yes I would say when you're joining these companies, these agencies, wherever you're getting hired, remember that you are the prize, you are the asset. 
no one has the unique skill set that you have no one has the ideas that you have no one has no one is you so keep that in mind and when you join these companies always be learning and always be having fun and the minute that you're not learning or having fun anymore go on to the next opportunity pivot Please. and continue <laughs> until you are where you want to be and that's it that's what I'm still doing. Exactly. We're in the business of jumping. Everywhere you jump, ask for more money. Everywhere you jump, it doesn't matter. And you don't have to tell them what you were making before. Just tell them what you want. Um, but yeah, I believe in, and if you're not getting what you want, going somewhere else. But, you know, I think that's the nature of the generation now. <laughs> yeah, like if well, you're not I learning anymore, to... or if you're not having fun anymore, then what's the point? what is the point of staying loyal to a company or a place like if your time there has come to an end you've gotten what you've had to get out of it they've gotten what they've gotten out of you and then you grow in a different direction exactly well speaking of growing in a different direction that, um, i mean the biggest thing that we have the honor within our MAPE community is seeing how shannon and kenya are continuing to give back and even more, most importantly, giving back to one of our current fellows that's at, um, at Spotify and being able to continue to mentor um, Miso um, yeah. as he continues in this fellowship program and continue like what beautiful honor for him to be able to have you two as supervisors and coaches Aww. and mentors throughout this process. And but what an honor for us. Community. Yeah, it's an honor for us because, first of all, Miso is <laughs> Miso has a robust background. <laughs> yeah, like, but together, I already we're, we're going to learn so much from him. Yes. Yeah. So we're really grateful for you Thank two you. joining us today. We're Thank also hiring. So oh, plug. So, so like connected. you know, part of part of like us working on Spotify, our new roles, like as head of social creative, like working on redefining Spotify social. So we're looking for multi-hyphenate individuals um, who are good at creating um, writing, art direction. Um, so that just put that out animation. there. You can animation. animation, illustration, motion graphics, just let, letting the line out. You can hit up the IG because that's my only line of communication these days. Well, the <laughs> community, you heard it first here. Um, they are hiring, so get connected. Um, but I do want to give it up for Shannon and Kenya joining us today for Thank our you. closing panel. <laughs> Thank you Thank for you. sharing your experience of how you it started and how it's currently going. Thank you. We Thank have you some so photos, much. but we would have blocked Kenya's beautiful face. <laughs> oh, don't show the photos. Yes, we do have a couple more photos. So we'll show Kenya. We'll see your face in just a moment. But you can go ahead and click through the photos. I don't know how this works. Did you? You clicked earlier. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, oh. oh, yeah, that was us. All right, yeah, that's how it started. Where we where we went? Uh, this is at the Spotify. Yeah, and then this is us on set. Love we it. had a we yeah we had a good time. Which I'd one's say. your favorite photo out of all of these? That one, that one on the left the with the fire. I love that. Look, there's Ari Lennox. I like, right there. I like the, the Lauren Hill. Oh, one. I almost didn't recognize it. Oh. Oh, the Lauren Hill one. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Ari Lennox. <laughs> and then some of the work, you know, the people that we were able to work with throughout our careers and stuff like that. And this, we've had so many. We had to like, we we're like, we need eight pictures. We can't fit everything in one. But y'all did it. Just like uh, really thankful for Nape and how that kind of catapulted everything for us to get from yes. where we are, to where we were, to where we are today. Um, wouldn't have been here without going through the internship. So thank you, Geraldine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get